Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Tweak This Week, where we break down each week's tweak. It is week number nine, and of course, we're also going to give you a sneak peek at next week's tweak. So today, we're going to discuss all things food plan revamp. Some people are loving it. Some people unsure about it. Some people are nervous about it. First of all, before we even get into this, hello. Hi, Kim. Hello. (laughs) I do want to say um, uh, there's so much trust involved with this program, this process for people, but I would never introduce a tweak that's going to set anyone back or ruin anyone's progress or fuck this shit up for you. So that's really, really important because I think some people are like, I'm nervous. I'm afraid of this week. I'm not sure it's working for me or, you know, if it's the right tweak, like we want you to be successful. And so each week is built off the previous week. So you do want to move forward. And then I do want to say, if you are into uh, a tweak that week and a scale is moving for you, introducing a new tweak is not going to stop the scale from moving. It's not going to mess with that. So although I know it's hard to make change and hard to have faith and trust in the program and the process, I just want you guys to know we want you to be successful. And we introduce these tweaks to fast track where you are at. If you just follow the basic food plan, eventually you'll reach your goals. These tweaks this week help you level up a little bit more and dig a little deeper and keep this process moving and grooving so you reach your goals sooner rather than later. Such a good point, because I think I was thinking about this, you know, all week about where people are at with it and their concerns. And I think some of the issue is that people are just starting to see the scale move some people. And so it's not necessarily the tweak itself that's making them nervous. It's changing what they're doing. If it's now all of a sudden working or people that have been losing weight all along, like this has been working. Why do I need to change what I'm eating? And so I think that's a very important point. Okay, let's get into it. Where are people at? What are the frequently asked questions? What are they thinking? Well, I think in general, where people are at, I think people are, um, they're getting a little bit nervous at where we're at in the program in general. As I just said, they're, you know, we're in week nine, there's, we have three after this week, we have three and a half weeks left in the program. And people are starting to feel a little bit nervous about that. They're starting to wonder what they should do if they want to keep losing weight. They're starting to worry if they're going to reach their goals or not. And so I think that sort of nervousness in general is sort of affecting how they're feeling about this tweak and something to take into consideration. But um, otherwise, I think they're excited in general to switch things up. There's some people, I think this the excitement before it started and then the reality of like, oh, this is actually work. I'm not just adding cheese to everything that I eat. I'm yeah. really in recognizing that they need to dig into those um, 
for steps to mindful eating, really be in tune with hunger levels and satisfaction levels, because when you switch what you're eating, it really does make a big difference in how you're feeling. So I think the excitement kind of went into, okay, this is really work, but hopefully that momentum that the excitement built up will keep people going. Yeah, I know. So I just want to uh, take a step back to your first point of people like stressing about the time that we have left. I just counted um, on my calendar and there's seven weeks before the start of the new program. So it's not just three weeks of this program ending. Right. And then and then we're going to make sure that everyone feels super confident about next steps. So we're going to be talking about that over the next few weeks. Show up every day, focus on, you know, doing the things you need to do to reach your goals. But then we're also going to have all these side discussions on um, how to bridge the gap in between groups. If you've signed up for January, how to move forward either with us in the next group or on your own. What happens if you've reached your goal? So you do have options and we're going to break them all down for you um future tripping can be a sign of sabotage where you're just freaking yourself out about the end and we still have three weeks to get there so we don't wind things down around here if anything we ramp things up so we're, we're still here every single day expecting that you're still looking to lose the other thing is with with the the tweaks are designed for to make change like that's why the routine is so important and we've been so adamant about being consistent with following the routine because your body gets used to the routine which when you do make changes to it, your body will notice. So the whole point is getting your body's attention to help it specifically focus on fat loss. So you cannot make change without noticing the change. When you are in the pursuit of change, you're going to have to make change. So noticing that your body is noticing is actually a good thing. Well, I think it's a great sign that all the work you've put in for the last nine weeks that we've been together in building that mind-body connection is working. And that yeah. is huge non-scale victory. So, yeah. you know, that's something, if you're noticing you're uncomfortable, that's actually a win. So, a win. yeah. And it definitely <laughs> will help. I think as far as needing to know what's going on with this tweak and what they need to know for it is just that you're still doing all the things you're still maximizing. You're still using those four steps of mindful eating and you're still really checking in with yourself before, during, and after your meals and fine tuning those portions to what you need, but also the big one, I think, for this is after you've eaten with this tweak, because that can change with the changes we've made to the food plan is you're not just going to eat the same amount you're always eating. I um, caught myself yesterday combining the two afternoon snacks, which often I just have a different snack that's, you know, the fat and protein added. But I had my nut snack and my carrots and I put the same amount of carrots and the same amount of nuts that I would normally have in two separate snacks together and then went to eat them. And I looked and I'm like, you're ridiculous, Kim. Like that is like twice as much food as you need in this moment. I wasn't being mindful of how much I needed and sort of digging in and recognizing that when you're combining the snacks, it doesn't necessarily mean you need the quantity of two snacks together. You still want to be super in the moment about how you're feeling. Yeah. So let's break it down. Nothing is really changing except that you're going to continue to focus uh, on higher protein at breakfast. That hasn't changed but what happens nine weeks in is people get a little relaxed about their food choices. Maybe they, they're getting into their oatmeal, but they're not also making sure to add the nuts and the seeds and bump up the protein value. You know, people are having toast again. They're falling. So this is where you want to kind of reassess that breakfast to make sure you are going highest protein possible. You can still have a few berries, you know, fruits in there or whatnot. You can add vegetables to it. Just you want to make sure you're continuing to make 
protein the focus at breakfast. And so morning snack is exactly the same. You can continue to have fruit, but just add a protein and fat to it. Fruit with some yogurt, fruit with some cheese, fruits with some nut butter, fruit with some nuts. It's very simple. Just want to bump up the protein and fat to give you more sustaining energy. And then for lunch, you can make the same lunch, except now then making the vegetables the focus, you want protein to be the focus at lunch, and then the opposite for dinner. So that's just the, the slight variation, make more protein protein at lunch and more, make more veggies at dinner, really. And then the difference in the afternoon is that you are taking your two snacks and then simply combining them into one snack, like you said, right? Take your veg snack and your nut and seed snack and combine it into one. Now, obviously, if you're used to having two afternoon snacks, you're going to notice the difference, but you are bumping up your protein and fat all around with focus on breakfast, adding it to fruit snack, making it a uh, more of a priority at lunch. So you should feel more satisfied technically by the time you even need those afternoon snacks. So that's, you really have to understand the rhyme and the reason behind the tweaks, not just watch the video, but read the post, not just read the post, but also watch the video as well and understand that. So decreasing the number of times you're eating each day, but bumping up the protein and fat to feed into your satiety hormones to give your body more sustaining energy. Now, if you want to, you can have a lot more flexibility in those snacks. So you can have something else for that fruit snack in the morning and have yogurt. You could have a boiled egg. You could have, we've, we've added those different options in the guidelines and same thing with your afternoon snacks. If you want to have fruit in the morning with some protein and fat and then fruit again in the afternoon for a snack, you can have that as well. You know, maybe you have fruit and nuts in the morning for your snack. And then the afternoon you have a different kind of fruit and yogurt for your afternoon snack. So you do have more flexibility in terms of your snacks, but you don't have to really change them up. Just combine the two afternoon and add some protein and fat to your morning snack. So it seems like a lot, I think, because people are resistant to change. It's not a lot. Nothing is really changing. To your point, people are still following the food plan, still not going any longer than three and a half hours without eating. There's always been flexibility there, which is why it's half hour to three and a half hours, still maximizing, still, you know, focusing on moving their body, managing your stress and getting your sleep. So nothing changes except those two slight variations. In regards to people, how they feel in their hunger levels, I think your point is they drop the ball on the four questions. They start getting relaxed about doing the things that they need to do. So they're overeating their meals and snacks. And they're like, well, I feel so heavy and weighed down, um, you know, because of the protein and fat. Chances are it's less the protein and fat and more the fact that you're not asking those four questions. Did I cover that? I think you did cover it. Yes. Yeah. That's, you know, I think the other one other change to the um, food plan that has, I think, caused a little bit of confusion or just a little bit of nervousness is the just trying to keep the uh, grains and heavier carbs to a minimum and you know how that for people that have enjoying them there's two questions we get based on that one of them is i haven't been eating them all along how is yeah. this week going to work for me i think yeah. that's a big one yeah they say i haven't been having carbs and i'm like yeah you have been having carbs you've been having vegetables you've been having fruits if you haven't been adding grains grains in or not adding quinoa or rice to your you know your lunch then why haven't you been right? Like you either felt you didn't need them, which is fine. Um, or you've been trying not to have them and we're not sure why. Again, it's really just making that protein fat more of the focus. So you can still have your oatmeal at breakfast. It's, you know, it, you're not going to get the same amount of protein out of oatmeal that you will out of eggs. 
So it's like anything else in the program. Some people are going to be like feeding the metabolism. They're going to split all the meals and snacks. Some people only a few meals or snacks. So the goal is to minimize any of your heavier carbs, like your rices, you know, your potatoes, those types of things, and switch them up and go more veg heavy, for example. So, you know, again, if you've been getting into the oatmeal thing for breakfast, that's great. But, you know, straight up protein like eggs would be much better. Um, I do want to, to my point about the protein, here's a comment. Getting so full on all this protein in the morning. Okay, stop right there. Why are you getting full? Are you asking, not asking the four questions and eating just enough so that you're walking away, you're feeling satisfied on that stuff? What you're eating shouldn't impact how full you are getting. If you are switching up, because protein has always been the focus at breakfast. That has never changed. So what do you mean by all this protein in the morning? Right? And same thing with your fruit snack. Now, if you were eating fruit, and say it was a certain size apple every day, and that was giving you enough. Well, first of all, you're probably not asking those four questions because just because your apple is a certain size doesn't mean that that's going to make you feel satisfied. Um, but, you know, and now you're adding something else to it. This is where you might have to get a smaller amount of fruit to offset the amount of protein and fat you're adding to it. So it's not your food choices that are causing the problem. It's you not being mindful of your portions. So let me get getting so full on all of this protein in the morning. It's not, it's not a lot of fucking protein. It's the same protein you were having for breakfast and a slice of cheese with your apple in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I think where people get it sideways is keto, keto, high protein, high fat. And that's not what we're doing. Can you guys, I'm going to read that one more time. You guys, can you pull that back up? Thanks. Um, have to have my yogurt with all my added seeds, such as hemp hearts 30 minutes later. Will this be too much. Weight is plateauing back and forth between two to three pounds for the past 10 days. I am so close to my goal. Is it possible um, to get too much protein? So this is the problem is you're way overthinking this because nothing has changed other than the fact like, why do you have to get your yogurt with all your added seeds, such as hen parts in 30 minutes later? I, I don't understand that. So are you confusing or combining feeding the metabolism last week with what we're doing this week, because I don't know why you have to get that in 30 minutes later. So again, nothing changes. Have your high protein breakfast, have your fruit snack, add a protein and fat to it, and then make sure you ask those four questions, right? And is it possible to get too much protein? Yes, it is. If you're not being mindful of your portions and you're eating too much, but you know, even with the added protein, it's, we're not doing keto. We're not putting, we're not doing, trying to get your body in ketosis and robbing yourself of carbs. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and high nutrient foods. It's a little different. Does that make sense? Makes it. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yes. No, I think, um, the, that's the big thing is that people get fixated on the word protein this week. And there's so much more to this week than protein. It's, you know, protein's a, a minor part of it. We're only slightly increasing the protein and fat just by adding it to your snacks. Like you said, it's not, um, it's not like we're doing anything different with the breakfast. Protein should always be the focus. We're not eating more protein at lunch or dinner because we're switching the focus of yes. lunch or dinner. Protein's yes. the focus at lunch, vegetables at dinner. So you're not increasing the protein there. It's literally 
And even the snacks in the afternoon, very similar because you were always able to add protein and fat to your veg snack in the form or cheese. Yes. And the nuts have fat and protein. And really the only thing that's changing or needs to change is having one snack instead of two in the afternoon, which may in fact actually decrease your protein intake if you're eating less because of that. Yeah. you know, depending on what you're hungry for. The only real change is adding that protein and fat to your morning fruit snack. So that should not bump you to some like insane amount of protein that you're intaking. Yes. Love that. Good point. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Um, I love this. What's happening? I'm just reading the comments of it. it it's something that's never occurred to me before is the food waste issue thing, because people are taking, they're becoming more satisfied on the foods that they are consuming this week. And then they are probably dealing maybe with more leftovers than they're used to. So I hear some people saying, can I have my leftovers from breakfast as a snack later on? Yeah, you can totally do that. Can I move the yogurt? I can't eat this morning to the afternoon. Yeah. You, that, I mean, again, that's the beauty of having more flexibility with, with your snacks. You can totally do that. The other thing I want to address is the concept of, of um, dairy products. So some people are like, well, if I have dairy for breakfast, why can't I have it for my snack? You can have dairy. It's just, it's so easy to start having, you know, you know, cream cheese, cottage cheese, yogurt, cheese. And then next thing you know, the majority of your fat is coming from dairy and dairy is a saturated fat. Although you do need a certain amount of saturated fat in your diet, you want to make sure you're getting enough of the other fats, your omega threes, your omega sixes and whatnot. So, um, that's the, you know, we just don't, we know that people love fruit and yogurt. You don't want to have fruit and yogurt for breakfast, fruit and yogurt for snack and fruit and yogurt for afternoon snack, just because you love fruit and yogurt. So you do want to be mindful of following a more balanced diet. Um, you know, and not be having yogurt because it's convenient or you like it or you love it or whatever. That's such a good point. Cause that was one thing that I was going to just bring up as well is, um, you know, the option of having that hard boiled egg for a snack, the option of having the cheese, you really need to be mindful of adding these things in because it's easy adding these things in because you really want them like, Oh my God, I love cheese. I'm going to have something like, I'll I'm hyper-focused on cheese because I love cheese and I know what I did my first time at this. And it was literally add either peanut butter or cheese to everything, even when I didn't need it. So, you know, really being mindful of what you need in the moment. Sometimes in that afternoon, yes, to your point, you're going to want fruit and yogurt. I mean, I think of my mom, my mom's in her um, 70s and I she literally could, thinks she can live off of yogurt with fruit in it. 
She will eat it for lunch. She will eat it for breakfast. Sometimes she has a bran muffin with it and she feels good about it. You, you know, I'm, I always say to her like, mom, just cause you love that. And it's, you know, you feel, maybe feel fine after you're eating. It doesn't mean your body's getting everything it needs Yeah, because you're, you know, that's what you like. And a lot of us fall back onto that easy thing. So you think like, oh, I'll just make myself a bunch of hard boiled eggs and have that for my snack every day. Do you really want that hard boiled egg in the moment? What should you be eating in the moment? It's great to be prepared, but you can't get so focused on that preparation you did that you're not being mindful. Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. And I think, you know, this comes down to when you are like, feeling like the too much protein question, like, you know, when you don't get enough protein and you're like, you, or like you, ha you, you crave us, have you ever tried to go vegan? And then you just want a steak so bad. You're just going to cut a cow's ass off and eat it. Like, you know, when you're not good, you know, when you want a steak, you yes. know, when you've had too much of anything. And this is really, um, I think it, the confusion could come that you're feeling more satisfied. And this is what I'm saying. You are going to notice the difference in bumping up your protein and fat and switching them things around, especially off the heels of feeding the metabolism. So you're going to notice that switch. And that's where, you know, sometimes it can be confusing of, am I really just eating too much? Or is it that I'm noticing that my body is processing these types of foods differently? Yeah. Right. And that's one of the things that we learned through feeding the metabolism when we were separating the proteins from the carbs is for you to start to get a sense from that. But if you didn't have the opportunity to split up your meals and the snacks in a way where you can separate your proteins from your carbs. This might be the first time you're experiencing how those types of foods do break down differently in your system. They can be harder to digest, right? Meats can be harder to digest than vegetables. And then for some people, vegetables can be harder to digest than meats. It just really depends. Um, you know, and you're, you're noticing that you're noticing that switch. And so you have to kind of, you know, pay attention to the more sustaining energy that you're getting. Maybe you're not feeling full. You're just feeling more satisfied, right? That what's the difference. And then that's why you have to double down and ask those four questions at the same time. Well, like, what am I, what am I feeling here? Yeah. And just to your earlier point, even about the food waste issues that are coming up when you are getting satisfied and you haven't finished your food, this is where maybe also some people didn't, they serve the smaller portions and were using that way to kind of downsize. And if you really didn't dig into how you're feeling with downsizing, you might feel a little bit challenged. It's not too late. You're still going to nail this tweak. It's fine. Yeah. But now is the time that you need to dig in if you didn't dig into that when we were downsizing in weeks four and six. Yes. Yes. So interesting. Okay. What else we got? Well, we've got the last little thing that I think is really on people's minds. The most questions that I saw in the group for the last three days really have to do around snacks. So okay. <laughs> the snacks are the big, and I know we've been touching on it or whatever, but um, the, you know, there's how to add the protein and fat to it. The big thing is like protein shakes have been introduced now. There are some people that are super excited to be able to incorporate their protein snacks into this week's tweak now, but um, it's doing that a different way. And I saw a comment from a member that was just, it made me so happy. I was cheering for them and everything. They said they used to have protein shakes all the time. And when they made it, they couldn't believe how different it was. They were mindful of, well, I need to get some greens in there. I don't need to put too much fruit in it. And they said, even going through all of that mindfulness, they still ended up with way too much of a protein shake and yeah. weren't able to finish it. But I was like, that's exactly what we want from you. You like, this is it. You got it. Recognize that. 
Yeah. You have to, although it's, you can add protein shakes and I'm still not a fan. It's hard to gauge satisfaction levels with liquid nutrients, you know, and no one needs a protein shake at the end of the day. Like protein has just become so over glorified. Like we don't need as much. You want to make sure you're getting it in, but you don't need to overdo it, which is, that's not what we're doing when we're bumping up that protein and fat, right? That's not, that's why to your point, nothing changes with lunch and dinner. We're just switching the times that you're having that. Um, and, you know, trying to decrease the amount of insulin produced when you're having just that food in the morning, cause you can offset that by adding a protein and fat to it. And now that people's blood sugars are more balanced, their bodies can, ha- can, you know, it's, it's, th- we're not worried about them not getting enough at this point. They're getting, they're getting enough. Um, I'm going to read this comment. I got confused like that. I was trying to get all the different items in, but forgot the mindfulness and was eating way too much. I was so full and oversatisfied. Yeah. But I love that you recognize that, right? I love that you recognize that we're going to get into, um, we're going to get into how certain foods break down in your body in the next couple of weeks. And so I've been thinking about this and maybe it's a conversation we need to have sooner, but I don't want to overcomplicate things for, for people either is that there is a difference the way fruit will break down in your system in like 20 to 30 minutes. Whereas red meat can take like five or more hours, whereas fish will take 40 seconds and, and pork just as hard as red meat. And so nuts and seeds can take two hours right? Like raw vegetables can take 90 minutes, but cooked vegetables can take 40 minutes. Like it's, there, there is something to be said about the foods that you are eating and how long did they take to break down and process through your digestive system. And this is sort of teaching you to get in tune with that. Right. So, um, so there's a, there's a lot to it. I want to read a couple other, um, I, I only use a protein shake if I know I can't do it for both breakfast and lunch. How those days when I'm coaching the whole morning into the afternoon, often hard to follow those days. Yeah, I mean, if there's a time and a place, what you don't want to do is get into the protein bars and the protein balls and, uh, you know, like relying on a protein shake every day. Well, because there's not, there's nothing better than whole foods. Like it's not the same when you liquefy your nutrients uh, compared to eating a whole fruit, for example, it's not the same thing. Um, it just affects your blood sugars more. It's not as much high fiber. It, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons, but in a pinch, they, they do work. You just have to be mindful of your portions and not to, you know, once you're trying to maintain your weight, that's one thing, right? Just trying to make sure you're getting the bot- the nutrients that it needs. But while you're trying to lose, you do want to be mindful about that. Just like don't go too crazy. And then be mindful of your protein shakes, the kind, the quality of protein that you're using, all the other things that you're adding in there as well. Yeah. And in general, we're always trying to get majority of our nutrients from whole food, the yeah. less processing, the better. So you're still being mindful when you're adding these protein things in. like, you don't want to, as with anything, you don't want to rely on that one thing as your main protein source. You want to get a variety of different proteins in. So if you're too focused on getting in protein shakes, like I think back to, you, I know there's some other uh, programs that literally you just drink shakes all day and you literally are getting all of your nutrients from the exact same source for every single meal and you know how your your body's not getting that variety but you're also you know that's digesting so quickly because it is processed often that no wonder people are left hungry after that they're not getting like you know the fats they're not getting that protein that takes a little bit longer to break down and might keep them satisfied a little bit longer as yeah. they're working through it so i yeah, think there's, there's a time and a place for 
protein shakes. If you love yeah. them, great, but just be mindful of the portions. That's one thing you see people in their big, whatever you see like on in- Instagram or social media, even with portions with food, like I see this girl, Miel Mix. She's got, I love her. She's got great food ideas and stuff, but her portions are like crazy beautiful for the gram. That's like no one was, is ever going to eat all that food. And the same thing when you see those shakes that people are making and blending, and they're pouring it into this big glass. You don't need that big glass. You don't need that huge bottle full of your protein shake. You probably just need this much of it at the end of the day. So you really have to be mindful. It reminds me when I used to teach aerobics and when I was in my weight loss era and they had a juice bar. They had a juice bar and um, this guy, Allie, ran it. And it was, I would teach a class, work really hard. And I'd come out and I drink like, um, I drink a big, I got a big, huge, massive juice. It was like, I, don't, I forget what it was. It was like orange and beets and something and something and something. And uh, he's like, wow, like you really like, you love your juice. I said, yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to lose weight. So I'm trying to be super healthy. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> but like you, that whole drink is probably like, 1500 to 2000 calories. Like you just, you didn't even burn that off in a class. Like, what are you doing? This is not like a diet thing that you're having, even with the protein powder in it. I was adding all these other things and having like this fruit smoothie protein shake that had like a ton of calories in it. And I'm not into calories, but the point is sometimes we think we're doing something super healthy for us. Not that getting in your fruits and veggies isn't healthy, but portion wise, I was ordering like a huge excellent wasn't that big but it was like a it was like a sunny d large bottle and i would just like swig it back and drink it and he's just like it's small and i'm like oh shit okay i i used to own a juice bar bar. we were right across from the from a gym and i that 100 that is it they would people would come over and they would have their like after workout either juice or the smoothie and you i remember we had some women that would come in and ask if they could get the breakdown of like the macros and everything and um then drink this entire shake after and you're looking at this you know person thinking like okay hopefully that's your lunch because and not just your after workout shake because it is like you said it's an entire meal sometimes more and i think that's mindful i think that mindset of feeling like you have to have something after you work out to replenish everything it's to me seems so counterproductive to actually like why would you move your body if it depleted everything out of your body and you had to refill it because that's what we're taught. We had to have a pre thing and a post thing and a whatever thing when we're not, we're not professional athletes here. Like I could see if we're working out, finishing a six hour workout, (laughs) you know, your Pilates class and your yoga class and even your spin class. And even if you combine two of those, you're still not a, you know, you're not a professional athlete where you're depleting your resources like crazy, but mind you, you know, anyway, um, what else? Anything else? Well, we are running out of time, so we probably want to talk about next week a little next bit. Week's tweak. Okay. Um, biggest thing next week's tweak is the same shit. Um, get even more in tune to it, maximize even more, leveling up your mind-body connection. That's what it's about, focusing on leveling it all up. But it's also when we introduce back on track, which is really cool. So you may hear, so if you're new to the program, hear people talking about back on track. So back on track is a specific technique that we're going to introduce whenever you find yourself indulging or going off the rails moving forward. 
from this program moving forward to the end in between the groups uh, between this group and the next group, um, or if you're moving into maintenance or continuing to go off on your own, you're going to implement back on track whenever you get quote unquote off track for lack of a better word. So we're going to introduce that next week. Um, otherwise, same, same food plan wise. Yes. Yeah. I think next week, my big thing message I'd like to get across to everyone is next week. You want to, this week is a learning week. You're learning how your body's going to react to this. You're learning to navigate these changes that we've made. It's progress over perfection. So you do not want to be hard on yourself. You just want to be gentle and in tune. Next week is where you can kind of take it to that next level of really digging in and taking what you learned this week and applying it next week. How did I feel after I ate this? How did I feel were my portions are in tune and, um, you know, really maximizing everything and digging into that mind body connection. Love that. Um, I just, I saw this comment uh, my friends keep saying slim fast shakes are okay. Ah, uh, I don't, if they, if they have any artificial flavors or any artificial colors, I would definitely not have it. Slim fasts are less protein shakes and more meal replacement shakes. And you don't want to be using shakes to replace your meals, snacks, Sure, but I wouldn't use them for lunch or for dinner, ideally. Um, I mean, you you just you don't want to get into meal replacement type of things. So uh, like a slim fast shake and what goes in there is a lot different than adding some natural protein powder with some vegetables and, you know, maybe a little bit of fruit and, you know, some ginger like this. It's just different. Like, you know, blending up whole ingredients with some protein power is different than what the ingredients would be in a slim fast shake. Um, so be mindful of that. That's all. Look for quality ingredients, just like you do in all the foods that you're consuming. Same thing goes with your shakes as well. So be mindful of that. All right, cool. Awesome. Well, this okay. wasn't too bad. I thought we were going to have a lot more to discuss, but it's not, there isn't a lot. It's kind of the same, but different. It is. Yeah. It's really when you break it down, it's not the revamp maybe sounds aggressive, but it's really not a full revamp. We're not changing that much, but it is, yeah, we're changing a few things. And I think if you kind of break it down to the little individual tweaks that we're making this week, that's yeah. where the big, the big difference is made and, you know, changing just a few things. I think that's a big thing that members can take moving forward is making some small changes can make a big difference. Yeah. Like you can stick with your same high protein breakfast. You can stick with your fruit, just add a protein and fat. You can stick with your same lunch, but just make protein, put more protein than vegetables on your plate. You can stick with the same two afternoon snacks and just combine them into one. And you can stick with the same dinner, except, you know, make your vegetables more of the priorities like that. You, you can keep it really simple. Or you can totally switch up your breakfast, go super high protein, totally switch up all your morning snack and your two afternoon snacks. Do you know what I mean? And really take a look at your lunch and your dinners and try to maximize your efforts then. But you know, at the end of the day, all this, even the smallest of changes make a big difference. So just really your comfort level. I love that. That's exactly it. You know, change as much as you are comfortable with and whatever is going to kind of work for you as far as fitting it into your day too. So what a great yeah. idea. Because even if you just follow the basic food plan, things are still going to work for you. That's all at the end of the day. Exactly. Opportunity to learn. Okay. Yay. I'm already looking forward to next week. I know. Me too. <laughs> I don't want to rush it. I don't want to rush the time that we have left either. Because um, I know people are feeling that crunch. Okay. Now I'm procrastinating. Got to go. Thanks everyone for joining. Thank you. Thanks guys. Bye. 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 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.